Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us is our producer, Justin. Justin. Yes, another golf clap for him. You know what? Here's (laughs) here's the thing about producer Justin is I think he went for like 36 holes because by the time we got this script handed to us, I'm telling you, he was been absolutely gibbled after that. (laughs) This was all this was a last minute hot off the press script. Yes. Um, I wonder if he got a fine for that. It could have been Wii Golf after the conversation we had. (laughs) Safe in the confines of his basement. (laughs) All right. Well, today he has us talking about East Coast versus West Coast IPAs. Okay. Well, firstly, before we get into a discussion about East Coast and West Coast, we are also drinking beers this evening. Oh, we are. Correct? Yes. So maybe we should mention about why or what beers we are drinking. Why we're drinking oh. the beers? Because well, we're a podcast yeah. about drinking beers. <laughs> so I, I've got, I've got here uh, from Cowbell the Papaya Peach Indian Pale Ale, uh, part of their Renegade series here. A um, very good one indeed. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, drinking at a three uh, degrees Celsius, and it is a six point five percent and a forty five IBU. And is that an East Coast or a West Coast? <laughs> well, I'm glad that you asked. So it would be considered an East Coast IPA. But uh, coming out of the west coast of southwestern Ontario. Oh, oh see go. what you did there. Uh, in terms well, of myself. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, thank you. Thank you. I never thought I'd get this moment to tell, talk about my beers. Uh, so I'm <laughs> drinking the uh, collab that was very well talked about earlier in about April, around Easter time. Uh, it is the collab with Third Moon and uh, Wood Brothers. It's called Ripple. It's an 8 8.4% double New England IPA using citrus ella and uh, Nelson Salvant. Ha! <laughs> really getting it. Really getting <laughs> it tight there on the camera. Struggling with that one a little. Yeah, bit. It's called oh, It's called wow. a dark room and looking for light so I can read. There he is. And I'm 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 drinking a beer called My Friends, uh, which is from Market Brewing Company, uh, who we did feature in uh, one of our previous episodes, and it's a double West Coast IPA. Ooh. Nice. And then producer Justin is coming in with another, I don't know why we got to get friendly here, but hello friends uh, <laughs> from Leftfield Brewery. Again, another brewery that we uh, looked at episode one, actually, that kind of kicked this whole venture off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, obviously another IPA. So we've got the four IPAs on the episode today. Which and I'm actually all, all four beers that we're having are from breweries that we've had on the podcast previously. Very Cowbell, true. Third Moon. Mark left field comes back around, doesn't it? Though, so um, do you want me to explain the difference between an East Coast IPA and a West Coast IPA? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, take it. So, East Coast IPAs are brewed on the East Coast, and West Coast IPAs are brewed on the West Coast. And that's all for today's uh, producer special. And we hope uh, we helped you understand exactly what the difference is between the two types of IPA beers. Thank you. How do people not know this? Okay, no, no, no. All right, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We're only kidding. We're only kidding. We should probably give him a little bit more, right? Yeah, Maybe. probably a little bit. I, I guess, you know, that's why the, the script was last minute because it, it's too it's so short. Justin didn't have time. He had to just put something really short. Uh, anyways, so we are, comments. <laughs> we are going to talk about a few more differences about the East Coast and the West Coast IPAs. Um, so we'll, why don't we start with the West Coast? Because the, they really, they were the first ones uh, mm-hmm. in terms of East versus West Coast. And they kind of 
they kicked off kind of the craft beer revolution, I would say. Like West Coast IPAs were that was they were synonymous with craft beer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, really kind of jumped up into it. And so um, with West Coast IPAs, they're known for the huge amounts of hops. And the reason for this is because they grow a ton of different hops. So out on the West Coast, it's easy to grow hops, um, different kinds. So you see in some of these West Coast IPAs a lot of different varieties of hops, and they're just – try and mix match do different things with it and get really creative and so you tend to see it as a little bit more um better right so yeah exactly and because of that like you said you're gonna see a lot more bitterness in a west coast ipa like for example the one i'm drinking is 65 ibus which actually is not that high for a double west coast uh but Mm -hmm. you'll definitely see way more ibu in the west coast than in east coast Yes. So the one thing that I always find about West Coast IPAs is that it's the aggressive bitterness, Mm -hmm. right? Because the hops are added both during and after the kettle boil. So sometimes I get, I do get a West Coast that hits really hard on the bitterness in terms of like where it's like, Oh, it's tough to almost get down sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you could kind of see with the whole like bitterness craze, there was always a brewery that was trying to come out with an IPA that was a higher bitterness rating. So it was the IBUs were 80, that it was 90 and 100, 110. So you'd see that more traditionally with those West Coast IPAs. Just um, again, the OG, if you will, of the West Coast uh, bringing this kind of like craft beer, ushering in craft beer. And that was kind of like the poster boy, if you will. Yeah, and generally what they the the West Coast IPAs will have aromas of uh, citrus, pine, and tropical fruit, uh, just based on kind of the uh, you know the hops that they use, and they also have kind of a much more of a multi body to them. So, like for example, the one I'm drinking, which again is a West Coast, is kind of more it's darker rather than we'll get into it with the East Coast, but hazier and lighter uh, with a hazy so it's darker but more translucent at the same time like generally with a west coast is you can still see your hand through the glass is it's not that haziness you get from an east coast so uh, Mm -hmm. another point there brett yes and the one thing about uh you know the west coast starting it off um there's actually a big hop producer out of yakima washington in the states uh, and they've actually been around since 1869 not 19 18 yeah. So they've been connecting, you know, family hop farms with, you know, the, some of the world's best brewers, right? And they're still going to this day. So nice. just look yeah. at that business. And wow. that's kind of how, obviously, West Coast were the OG, as uh, Tyler mentioned earlier. Yeah. So that's a little bit, I think, of just West Coast. Why don't we switch over now, come east a little bit, do the East Coast, and then we'll do a little bit of side-by-side comparison if you guys want to do that. How's that sound? Yeah, Sure. sure. All right. So uh, East Coast became uh, popular more recently. So over the last few years, you see these haze, craze, haze, days, daisy, crazy, hazy, lazy, crazy days. <laughs> uh, and you see that with the East Coast. So East Coast, otherwise known as the uh, New England IPAs um, or, or hazy IPAs. So they're all fit in the same kind of familia, if you will, on the East Coast. Yeah, it's all pretty much the same thing, whether you say New England IPA, East Coast IPA, hazy IPA, generally that's all the same thing. Um, 
like we mentioned, they're much less bitter than a West Coast and they're very smooth. Um, sometimes what, and we've seen this on the podcast, what you also see with the hazy or an East Coast IPA is the addition of lactose to give it even more smoothness and creaminess. The creaminess, yeah. For yeah. Sure. For sure. So in terms of uh, the notes, usually you do you get the same tropical notes, but sometimes you get more stone fruit, as we've had on the podcast before, uh, melon, and also higher on the citrus as well. This could not have played out any bit better, but um, we're sitting here with the Fife Farm Report. We have missed it. It has gone away. <laughs> it is now coming back. Get out your fruit stand. People are stopping in. So Again, as you said, you're saying that there's more of these tropical notes and you probably have them amplified, right? In an East Coast instead of the West Coast is they're there, but you'll get more of that maltiness, that bitterness coming through. Whereas with an East Coast or New England IPA or hazy is you'll get more of those, uh, those fruit juice bombs, if you will. So as you said, some of those stone fruits and on the Fife's Farm Report, You'd be selling those right about now, right? I would be, because who doesn't like a juice bomb? True. Yeah. I love a good juice bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It's true. It's true. Um, so in terms of also, you know, they're a little bit sweeter on the front end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And the bitterness is more within the aftertaste, so kind of lingering towards at the end. There is some bitter, hazy IPAs, but very few and far between, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and as you said, that bitterness kind of comes in the back end. So you still get that IPA overall kind of flavor profile a bit, but it's just not straight up in in your face, right? It's it's that back end aspect of it, which again is nice. But this is kind of like a training wheel beer, as we've explained in the past. Like if you're not full in on the West Coast, you might want to just start diving in with the East Coast because of that juiciness. Yeah, and I think that's what might turn some people off craft beer initially is if they have like a high IB West Coast IPA as kind of like their introduction to craft beer um, because it does hit so heavy on that on that bitterness that I think right. that kind of turns people off. So I think if people had a new or a East Coast IPA uh, first, I think they'd prefer it much better. No, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And in terms of you know, there is a major difference and it's kind of in within the biotransformation of it. So it's a unique process that occurs when the hops are added to the specific East Coast yeast strains. And that's what makes it this, you know, juicy, hazy bomb of goodness in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one thing well, I will I'm say, though, that sometime. bomb <laughs> yes. of goodness in your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one thing I, I will say is I feel really bad for the people who live in, you know, the central in terms of not being on the East Coast <laughs> or West Coast, what I, do they have? I wouldn't, because I think they might come in and just transform uh, the game a little bit and come in with a central IPA. A yeah, Kippa, we, if might, you will. we might see that in the next few years, <laughs> the central <laughs> IPA. Yeah, a sip, and like a, a north and a south? Yeah, you can yeah there sip, you go. A sip of beer? You know, I think there's a lot of avenues for marketing on that one. 100%. <laughs> so do we have a preference? So personally, I would prefer an East Coast IPA. Um, To me, it's just the aromas of East Coast IPAs. They just smell so good. Um, They taste really good, and I prefer having less bitterness in the beer. So I would say I would definitely prefer an East Coast. 
You know what, uh, Chris, I'm definitely in agreement with you. Uh, just look back at the episode that we just had on Broken Stick, right? In terms of the hazer beam and what aromas yeah. came off that one, right? It was absolutely lovely. Look back at Imperial City when we had uh, the milkshake IPA from them in terms of the lactose right. being brought in. Yeah. Um, I just find there's you get a lot more flavors and the bitterness does not you know overrule anything. You're getting that juicy citrus stone fruit flavor coming off. I vote East Coast 10 times out of 10 times. Okay, so <laughs> I, hey, you're entitled to it. I just kind of opened up my uh, my untapped here, and I was taking a look at uh, all the IPAs that I've had and where I sit with the New Englands and uh, the American IPAs, and just kind of see numbers wise. I'm fairly split down the middle on it. So before I continue, I'm just with the producer, obviously, uh, you know, much more of a fan of the East Coast. So again, another vote there, and um, the juicy, the, the stone fruit, and all that jazz, which is great. But I don't think we can say really one or the other because it's not like we're comparing the same type of beer. Yes, it's an IPA, but they're so different. I mean, I guess the question is, what do we have a preference towards? I do like the juiciness of it. But again, the West Coast is is completely different. So uh, you can't really compare apples to apples, if you will, or stone fruit to stone but fruit. But if you had the option of having either I'll one take both. which no, would I'll you take, choose i'll take i'll take both <laughs> no you I'll can only take, take one i'll bring it yeah. i i like i like the east coast as well just just again because the juiciness of it but i i i still stand by the fact that like you, you can't really compare them side by side because they are entirely different with the pininess the maltiness the bitterness of a west coast and then the juiciness of an east coast so i guess it really depends on what your mood is and what you're feeling and uh, if you're new to craft beer I'd highly recommend going the East Coast route instead of the West Coast just to kind of get your feet wet and, and get introduced a little bit to the IPA world. You guys concur? Yes. And the one thing yep. I'll say like about most breweries, not all, but most, you know, an IPA is a staple, right? Yes. Whether, it's a, whether it is an East Coast or West Coast, pretty much every brewery does have an IPA. Not all, but most, I would say at least have oh, yeah. that staple sure. IPA, right? For sure. I think yeah. more people lean towards the East Coast versus the West Coast because the East Coast, I think, is more marketable in terms of lots of people like the New Englands and it's become such a fad in the last few years. Uh, but the West Coast is more the traditional old school, if you will. Old school versus new school is almost kind of what we're looking at here. I, yeah. I would I would be curious to go down to the States prim- like primarily travel the west coast and then travel the east coast and see if there is an actual like dedication to the turf war and just to see <laughs> if the west coast has like 90 percent west coast ipas on tap 10 percent uh, east coast and then vice versa for uh anything down in like, i know Boston somebody who's got an rv for that yeah a little trailer or something <laughs> right? we can maybe hook up and go <laughs> Yeah. absolutely all right boys let's let's make it happen so perfect let's okay. do it well <laughs> what we're gonna do uh so you heard what we think we've got three for sure fans of east coast tyler with a, a non-answer really uh so we're Political. gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna put a poll on instagram on the day that our episode comes out which is may 20th and we want to hear from you about what you prefer whether east coast or west coast i Thanks. think we're going to be in agreement that i think the poll is going to go east coast it might. I'm just saying. I would think so, yeah. I don't know. We might have some dedicated people to that West Coast. We'll have to see. So stay tuned for that, and we'll uh, make sure we post the results of that as well. So. For sure. All right. You know what? We're at 15 and a half minutes here. Let's uh, wrap this baby up. So now for real, we're not joking this time. That's going to be <laughs> it. 
I know you want more, but this is all we're going to give you. Um, feel free to look up some information, do your own little research on East Coast, West Coast. But that's going to be it for today's producer special. We hope that we kind of helped you with some of the unique differences between uh, the two types of IPAs. And again, we encourage you to uh, look at our poll and make sure you vote. Absolutely. So thanks for listening. Keep on listening every Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these producer specials. Remember to stay thirsty, stay safe, drink responsibly, don't drink and drive. So from all of us and producer Justin, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.